Cougar basketball is back in action. Gideon George will hand off on the wing right side. Block will send out to Gideon. Big three. Got it! Gideon George for three. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Pregame Live is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Now, here's your host, Cleon Wall. Good evening, BYU basketball fans, and welcome into Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Tonight, the BYU Cougars travel to their home away from home, playing in Vivint Arena tonight against the Westminster Griffins. They'll also play this Saturday at the Viv, so truly it is a home away from home. Let's start with the number three. Maybe that number should be our sponsor for tonight's game. You know, like how numbers and letters are sponsors uh, in Sesame Street. Here's why the number three is so important. BYU played three games in three days in the Bahamas against three stiff teams, or three tough teams, I should say. The Cougars were worn down by game number three, but the trip showed them what type of team they need to be if they want to get into the NCAA tournament. The tourney's still a few months away, and the Cougars still have a lot to work on. Well, let's talk about the other reason why the number three is so important, and that has to deal with three-point shooting. In game number one against USC, BYU was down by 17. Then they made three three-point shots in a row to cut it to eight. They didn't complete the comeback, but it showed why three-point shooting is so important to this team. The Cougar Cagers ended up making 12 in the game, which seems like a good goal for each game. In game number two against Butler, BYU lost because they couldn't make the three-point shot. The Cougs only connected on three three three-pointers and lost the game by five. Fustreori kept them in the game and with, you know, good work down low. But just think of the better looks he could get if the wing players could make threes more consistently. And then there was the game against Dayton in which BYU was down by 23 to the Flyers. What helped save them? Yep, it was the three-point shot. Cross-court pass to Gideon, three, hit second to go, and he gets that one. Gideon George, two threes in the half, cuts the lead to four. Allen Hall into Fusini. He's got a size advantage, but he kicks it out to Jackson, now swings it to Gideon for three. Yes! Double G, Gideon Let's George. go! Cougars have the lead in the Bahamas. Jumper now, Jackson Robinson, three. Got it! Jackson Robinson. Dallin Hall almost shoots it, puts it on the floor, gets in the paint, kicks it to Jackson. Could he hit another one? Bang, oh, bang, baby! baby. Wow. I think Mark, Mark Durant was a little excited for those three-pointers. BYU made three, thir, excuse me, BYU made 13 of them in their 79-75 come-from-behind victory. Gideon George made three three-pointers, and Jackson Robinson had four, including those two clutch trays in the extra period. Jackson's stroke always looks pure, but he's had his shooting struggles so far this season. I caught up with him to talk shooting, improvements, and playing in the Bahamas. Was it hard coming back to Provo after enjoying the nicer, warmer weather in the Bahamas? Oh, yeah, no, for sure. Uh, We all had a great time, but, I mean, we all knew we had to get back to Provo, get back to work, because, I mean, it didn't go the way we wanted it to. So we all knew we had to come back and get better. That's exactly what we did today. It was warmer down there. You started to heat up a little bit when it came to shooting when you were down there. Uh, Against USC, you were 5 for 9, 1 for 6 against Butler, but then 5 for 7 against uh, Dayton, including uh, 4 for 6 from behind the line. And you nailed two key three-pointers in in overtime. What what do you think has been the difference just in that little short three-game trip down to the Bahamas? Uh, 
I mean, honestly, I don't think there is a difference. Uh, I mean, no matter what shot I'm shooting, I'm shooting it with confidence. Uh, my teammates and my coaches believe in me, and I work every day to put in the reps and the hours to shoot the shots I take in a game. And regardless of what happens, the outcome, I know it's going in. So That kind of leads me to my next question because one of those three-pointers, I think it was your last three-pointer that you made, you were well beyond the three-point arc. It, I mean, you could say it was Steph Curry territory or something like that. Um, did you even know where you were on the floor? Uh, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. But, I mean, uh, you know, just the confidence that I was talking about. Um, I mean, I think I can shoot it from anywhere. Um, and it was a great look by Dallin, and he found me. And I just felt open, so I let it fly and went in. Do you even when, – when you practice, how, how far are you practicing those shots out on the floor when you're shooting three-pointers? Uh, I mean, it definitely varies. Uh, it just kind of depends on, um, I don't know, just what coach wants me to work on. Uh, anything that he needs me to do, I'm just going to try and get better at it. But if you're open, it's flying. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You guys lose those first two games of the tournament. You're down by 23 to Dayton. Why, why the slow start and what kind of led to the turnaround? Um, you know, it was a long weekend. Um, we have a whole bunch of young guys. Uh, we didn't realize how hard it was to, you know, play all three games in a short period of time. Uh, I mean, we had just came off of a loss, fresh off a loss to Butler, and it was a devastating loss for us. Uh, but, you know, just going into that game, not having the intensity and the fight that we needed to to start the game kind of hurt us uh, in the first half. But, you know, Coach Pope did a great job just coming in the second half and uh, putting that motivation into us to come out in the second half and light it up so were, were you thinking at halftime you know because you were i think you were down 15 or 16 at the half were you thinking yeah we we can still do this oh yeah for sure uh, i mean you're never out of the fight until you just give up and the clock hits zero so uh coach pope he um just made sure that we all knew we still had a chance we all knew we still had a chance and uh we got into the locker room all talked to each other figured out what was wrong and we came out and punched him right in the mouth and uh, that's how it's got to be all 40 minutes of the game so uh, we're learning though and we'll figure it out so. what, what do you think you did learn from those three games I mean that's grueling to play three games in three days but what do you think you learned about your team from those three games uh, first thing I say is this team's got a lot of fight um, I mean that third game for example being down 23 25 coming back uh, that's huge I know a lot of teams that I couldn't do that. I have a lot of teammates in the past that I don't know if they could do that. But uh, these guys, they all want to get better, uh, and they're willing to learn. So uh, that's definitely one thing. And then also just, uh, you know, that we're right there. The two losses that we had, we lost by, what, five and six. So, uh, you know, just kind of learning from the mistakes that we did make and figuring out how we can clean it up. We're only seven games in the season, so it's still fairly fairly new in the season. Do you feel like you guys are you're getting closer to finding your groove? Um, yeah, no, for sure. Uh, I think just as long as we keep playing uh, hard and just trying to soak up as much information as we can from Coach Pope and one another, um, playing the tough teams, tough conference, uh, just we'll figure it out. We'll definitely figure it out. What, what do you still want to continue to work on? You know, starting with Westminster and then the games after that? Um, definitely for this next game, just coming in, like I said, playing for a full 40 minutes. Uh, that's something that we didn't do in that last game. Uh, so just making sure that we come out and uh, plus, 
punch Westminster in the face. I mean, start the game and just continue to step on their throws until the clock hits zero. That's the biggest thing for us. So. What What do you think? And we're almost done with the month of November here. But if you had to give a grade to you or and the team, I should say, what would you give a grade for your performance so far and then the team so far? Um, <laughs> I would probably say like a C plus maybe. Uh, I think we're kind of a good team right now, but we all know that we could be a great team. And so uh, just trying to figure out the ropes and everything and trust in one another that we'll all kind of figure it out as time goes on is just the biggest thing for us. What about you? What grade would you give yourself? Uh, I'd probably say about the same. Uh, I feel like we've all been kind of average. Uh, we could all be better um, with the turnovers, the rebounding, just everything. Uh, but I think we're figuring it out, so we'll be just fine. Not going to be playing in the Marriott Center the next couple of games. Excited to go play up where the Utah Jazz play? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, it's always great to just play in a, a place like that where uh, – you know, the guys at the next level are playing. That, that's where everybody's trying to get to. So just kind of getting out there and playing in front of our own home crowd will be an exciting moment for everybody. Jackson, thanks a lot. Thank you. Robinson is currently shooting 32% behind the three-point line, but he was four for eight against USC and four for six against Dayton. He's not going to shoot 50% every game, but maybe he's coming around. Coach Mark Pope is going to need Robinson and his other guys to make more of those baskets if Pope's grand experiment with this team is going to pay off. Currently, the team is shooting 32% behind the three-point line. Coming up next, we'll head to Vivint Arena for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Cougar pregame live continues in a moment on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. It's time for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant, who is live at Vivint Arena in Salt Lake City. Mark, how are you doing this evening? Cleon, my friend, I'm doing fantastically. You know, I'm just looking at this building. It is really nice. <laughs> They've done a nice job here, and uh, we've got some great facilities in this state. Of course, the Marriott Center is amazing for its age and how great that is but this is fun always to come up salt lake city play a couple games up here and guys get to play in an nba arena but uh yeah man this is this is nice stuff up here you know i i, I said courtside conversation because usually you are courtside but can we call it a courtside conversation if you're at concourse level or did they actually put you down near the floor this game no, man, I feel for my friends David Locke and Ron Boone that <laughs> were sitting in their spots. and I don't know how they, how they call the games from up here. Listen, I'm not complaining too much. I get great seats 95% of the time. But, yeah, I mean, uh, it's always nice to be on the floor and gives you, uh, but it does give you a, better, a different perspective up here. You kind of see the whole deal and don't have to try and look around Coach Pope, who's always standing in your way. So, uh, I mean, we'll, we'll do We'll just uh, enjoy the spot while we're here and uh, be glad when we get back to the Marriott Center, get that front row. Sounds good. Hopefully you've rested up from your trip to the Bahamas. Sun, sand, lots of basketball. I admit I'm a little jealous. I was back here in Utah watching and listening to the games. I know BYU lost two out of three games, but I wasn't completely discouraged. I, I know they need to improve on a lot of little things, but I like that they hustle and never give up. What were your thoughts on their trip to the Bahamas? Yeah, I think there's a general understanding amongst Cougar fans that it's a bit of a work in progress, but I think the reason why you people are optimistic is they see a lot of good things and they see 
a lot of room for improvement, and they see improvement. And, uh, and of course, with the Bahamas tournament, it's such a good tournament that you could go 0-3 and you've lost to three really good teams. I mean, there's no shamanades or anything like that. You, if you win a game, you've beaten a good team. And uh, BYU had to really scrap and fight to just get one of those. But uh, it was certainly exciting the way they did it. And uh, I think they can, you know, obviously they want to win all the games, but they acquitted themselves adequately against really top flight programs. And, and again, I mean, I, I think there's just a kind of an understanding that this team's got a lot of guys that are talented, but it's going to take a minute, and uh, you're kind of building not just for this year, but in the future. But you know, that's not to say fans are just happy with good try, good effort. You know, they yeah. want to, they want to see wins, and that's why that third win I thought was important to just to get that one, and so you don't get uh, blanked in the Bahamas, and and you. You know, you can build on that. And that's certainly the type of game, the way they came back is something that you can build on and get confidence from. And Anyway, I'm kind of long-winded here. But I, I, the, the other part of it is you can see some real improvement with some of the guys like Gideon uh, Jackson, who, you know, you talk to. And uh, Rudy, I think, is playing better, not turning the ball over as much. Dallin, I mean, you go down the list, you, you saw some improvement. And I think that's what fans are looking for, just for this team to get better and better. BYU really did cut down on the turnovers in that game against Dayton. Was there really anything special that you noticed or that they just value possessions more in that last game? It's certainly a mindset that uh, you value possessions. And when you play a team like Dayton, who's really good at turning you over, which makes it even more surprising. What's even more surprising than that, Cleon, (laughs) is that they had like eight turnovers immediately and they were down... You know the twenty-three points, and it just—they were just—they just looked awful. And uh, you thought, "Oh, here we go again, turnovers, and can't make a three. And it just radically changed in the second half. And uh, you know, it, it's hard to say with turnovers. I think it's—it's it's a confidence level, it's a mindset of valuing the basketball, it's working on things in practice. Uh, you know, knowing when. You know, a p- part of it is knowing when to do things and when not to do things. And I think that was a big problem early on for a guy like Rudy Williams, who's so fast and he would just, you know, everything was go 100 miles an hour, get to the rim. And now he's thinking, well, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a little bit more patient. I'm going to pick my spots. I'm going to find the openings and, and and be more judicious in when I'm going to, you know, take those kind of risks. Uh, Gideon George, I think, uh, is the same kind of way. I think earlier in the season he was tentative on when he was going to, you know, am I going to shoot this one? I'm going to, am I going to put it on the floor here? And and in that Dayton game he was just super aggressive and strong and confident. And so I mean it's it's a it's a bunch of things, but I think part of it is when you start taking care of the basketball, it just becomes a part of you, and and uh, you know you just get better in, in that aspect of the game. And I, I like again. I like to see the improvement. You look at the last four or five games, you see the number coming down every game, and that, that, that makes me happy. That's what I want to see. I just want to see guys get better at, at the, and get better at the things that they're struggling with and the team get better at the things that they're struggling with. If you can do that, you're going to eventually get to where you want to be. Nine players played in the last game, and it would have been ten if Spencer Johnson had been healthy. And they've had a pretty consistent ten-man rotation in the seven games they played this season. Now, former NBA head coach Pat Riley, his playoff mantra was use eight players, rotate seven, play six, trust five. 
How long do you see Mark Pope going into going with this ten man rotation, or or do you think when we get closer to conference, we're going to see it tighten up a bit? You can already see it. I mean, just in that Dayton game, uh, it, it wasn't kind of the two different teams. Obviously, without Spencer, you can't do it. By the way, Greg talked to Coach about Spencer and some. Good news, I think, uh, on, on that front. It does not look like Spencer's going to need surgery, but he will be out for a little while. I, how long that is, I don't know. Um, but it looks like it's not a season-ending thing, that, and that we'll you know, gratefully likely see him back on the floor. Just not exactly sure when. Anyway, uh, so that's good news. But without Spencer, I mean, you're almost forced to go out of that. Here's the first five. Here's the second five. These guys are going to play this many minutes. And, and and I think it's better to see now that you know guys are getting used to playing. Part of it was to just have guys feel comfortable out on the floor. You know, so those guys knew they were who they were on the floor with and were used to playing with those guys. But now you've got experience. You've played a bunch of games, uh, and you've you kind of know your teammates a little bit better. So I don't think it's important to just have this bright demarcation of the first five and second five. You can start mixing them up together. And it's now it's about guys just proving themselves. Like a Dallin Hall, you know, with the way he played, he's going to earn more minutes. Richie Saunders is going to earn more minutes. And it's just about a, almost a merit thing now rather than I'm just going to play these five and these five. But it's now who's playing good basketball? Who's doing the things that I need, that the team needs right now? And, and play those guys, which I think is a natural evolution with what Coach Pope is doing and, and something I think needs to be done for this team to be successful. I never want to say that any game is a sure win for BYU, but this is the closest we're going to get to a sure win this season, at least in my eyes, playing Westminster tonight. So what do you want to see from this Cougar squad in this game tonight? Yeah, well, uh, and again, I'll do respect, but you're right. This is a team that BYU should handle, and I want to see them handle them. I want to see (laughs) them dominate this basketball game and and really kind of keep building that confidence and and play a game that's consistent that you know that you know you you have all the pistons firing for 40 minutes and not I, I don't want to see any weaknesses tonight. I, I want to see a dominant performance. Is that too much to ask, Leon? No, I, I see a dominant performance. No, tonight? I think that's. I think that's. <laughs> I think that's very doable for this team tonight. That's very doable. Mark, thank you so much for your time. Good luck on the call with Greg tonight, and enjoy your time inside the friendly confines in Vivint Arena. Yeah, good stuff, my friend. Always good to talk to you. All right, talk to you later. That is Mark Durant. And we appreciate him joining us here on Cougar Pregame Live. Go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. After a quick timeout, we'll look at some of the other scores in college hoops. Maybe the World Cup, too. You're listening to Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live. Here's Cleon Wall. Welcome back to Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. We're getting you ready for the BYU Cougars and the Westminster Griffins from Vivint Arena in Salt Lake City. Other college basketball games going on right now. Bellarmine is playing at number 19, Kentucky, and the Wildcats have a slight lead 
over Bellarmine, the Knights, 36-32 right now, 11:44 left to go in that game. It was 21-21 at the half. I like, I think that Bellarmine likes controlling the tempo when it comes to playing teams like Kentucky. You remember when Louisville was a good basketball team? Well, they're not this year. The Cardinals right now are hosting the 22nd ranked Maryland Terrapins, and right now the Terrapins have a 57-35 lead. With 14:32 now 14:05 left in that game, Louisville is 0 and 6 on the season. Meanwhile, Maryland so far 6 and 0, looking to go 7 and 0. It's halftime in uh, in uh, Illinois, Champaign, Illinois. It's the ACC Big Ten Challenge uh, right now between Illinois and Syracuse. Right now, the Illini have a 30 to 20 23 lead at the half over. Uh, over the Syracuse Orange. Number one ranked Houston is hosting Norfolk State right now, and the Cougars have a 30-8 to lead. A 30-8 to lead. Yeah, Houston's good. They're a very good team. Uh, coming up a little bit later, sixth-ranked Baylor is playing at Marquette. That should be that should be a really good game. By the way, I, I was just thinking about this. Uh, how fun is it going to be that BYU next season will get a chance to play a team like the number one ranked Houston Cougars or the sixth ranked Baylor Bears. And then I also think to myself, how scary is it going to be <laughs> if you're a BYU fan that you have to play these teams? Because these teams are very good. Other games that are going to get going to be coming up later tonight, third ranked Virginia is playing at Michigan. And UC Irvine is going to play at San Diego State. You know, that one of those teams that BYU lost to earlier this year. Uh, local college basketball, Tarleton is hosting Weber State right now. 23-17 to Tarleton over the Wildcats. 7.34 to go in the first half. NBA basketball right now, the New York Knicks. Uh, they are beating the Detroit Pistons 51-48. to That's 529 in the second quarter. And then the Mavericks, they're manhandling the Golden State Warriors right now. 23-6 to with 4.06 left to go in the first quarter. But it's the NBA. So, you know, the Warriors will probably come back. Uh, World Cup, U.S. wins today over Iran. 1-0. U.S. now moves on to play the Netherlands. Coming up uh, this Saturday, the guy who scored the goal for the U.S., Christian Pulisic, well, yeah, he got a little injured. If you if you want to see something ugly, go see how he got injured. But he got injured scoring that goal. He says he will be ready to go on Saturday. Well, that's going to do it for Cougar Pregame Live. Coming up next, we'll send you to Vivint Arena for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rebell. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show, brought to you by Zions Bank. For the support you need to power forward, Zions Bank is for you. Now let's head back to the Built Bar courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar basketball fans, and welcome high above courtside inside Vivint Arena in downtown Salt Lake City, Utah. Tonight, the 4-3 and three BYU Cougars look to maintain momentum after their stunning comeback to close out the battle for Atlantis. The Cardiac Cougs should not see or need similar heroics tonight. It's a meeting with Division II foe Westminster, and the Griffins are winless on the season at 0-5. I'm your play-by-play commentator, Greg Rubel. I'm sitting alongside a man for all seasons. My color commentary partner who doubles as a play-by-play man when the occasion calls for it. He's the beloved former Cougar hoopster. 
the current Cougs personal good luck charm. He's the patron saint of buzzer beaters and heart-stopping comebacks. He's Mark Durant. Mark, not only did uh, you and Tyson Jex knock it out of the park last Friday against Dayton down in the Bahamas, you got to call one of the more memorable games in recent BYU Hoops history. I'm convinced, Greg, that every once in a while you let me do your job just so I'll appreciate you more <laughs> and so Cougar Nation will appreciate you more. And we do, but as part of the... The bad karma for that. You always seem to miss the most exciting games. I just I feel guilty that you don't get to be there in person for those. I know you're certainly there in spirit and listening, but man, what a great game that was! And it looked so. I mean, I can't describe the depths of despair in that first half. It was just the, the players seemed beaten. Uh, the, you know, it was just a, a discouraging moment. About six minutes to go in that first half, down 23. And it just didn't seem like there was a lot of hope for this team in, in that game or even moving forward. But, man, they turned it around, and it was one of the great comebacks ever for BYU. And it was so fun. And they were having fun out there, and they were confident, and they were excited. That kind of win, Greg, can do a lot for a program going forward. I'm excited to see what comes with this, uh, what comes for this team after that one. It was a great day indeed. Coming up next, we'll get the pregame thoughts of BYU head coach Mark Pope as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from Vivint Arena in Salt Lake City on the new skin BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. BYU and Westminster coming up. Top of the hour, regular season counting game for BYU exhibition for the Division II Griffins. BYU has defeated Westminster twice in the regular season and twice in exhibitions. It's the third consecutive season in which BYU is taking on Westminster in regular season play. Well, including his seasons at UVU, Mark Pope 17-0 in non-Division I games. In my pregame conversation with the coach, presented by Zions Bank, for the support you need to power forward, Zions Bank is for you. Coach talks about the objectives he has in mind for tonight's contest. You know, we have to, um, we got to retool our roster a little bit, and, and it sounds like it's, it, it might, it, it's massively significant to lose Spence right now, um, because he was the foundation of everything we did defensively, and he was our leading scorer, and he was, um, probably the guy that was most familiar on the court with how we are trying to play. And so, um, we're trying to re- rework the lineup. We will take a, a couple different shots at as we move forward here, but, um, I'd like these guys to come out and, and prove that, that, uh, uh, we can come guard effectively and, and we can do it together and uh, some of the same goals as always we like to protect the ball we like to make plays for each other and, and uh, really compete same starting five for you then as the Dayton game Noah at the four yes okay uh, what can you tell us about Spence's status we haven't talked since last week yeah so Spence will be out for a little while um, we're not sure exactly how long but he's gonna he's gonna it's gonna take a little bit of time is it the kind of thing that will requ- require surgery or just rehab do you think nope just rehab okay well that's I guess a positive right yes yes okay uh, this game in the schedule where it's coming, how does it kind of fit into what what you want to get done here coming into December? Well, these these games coming off of a off of a MTE trip, you know, halfway across the world are always scary, right? Because. Um, you know, uh, you know, there's so much, so much high emotion and high drama, and and uh, so much energy, and you come home and it's a little disorienting. And so, uh, these are games that always make you nervous. These first games back, and so, um, you know, that's it's going to be a huge focus for us to test how mature we are as a team and how how we're prepared we are to approach these games um, like professionals. 
When I left Nassau Friday afternoon, the comeback was underway, but I had to land in Atlanta to find out what happened truly. How big was that for you and your guys? Well, it, it was, it, you know, it's, it, was, it was important for us in a lot of ways. Um, it, was, it was important for us to learn a little bit about ourselves. It was important for us to ring the bell. It was important for us to get better. I thought the improvement we showed over the course of those three games was significant uh, and a lot of different measurables. Um, so it was important for us in a lot of ways. Not the only thing that matters, but in each of those three games, the turnover number came down in each game. Yeah, and, and our trend is good, um, and we have to, you know, the trick is we've got to work even harder now and be even more focused to, 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 to maintain that and, and keep it going in the right direction. So that's going to continue to be a, a huge point of emphasis for us all season. Well, overcoming a loss of Spencer Johnson. Yeah, exactly. Now, Richie and Dallin came in and played a lot of minutes. They both had career highs in minutes in that Dayton game. Yeah, uh, both those guys have been terrific um, as, as you know, true freshmen rolling in here trying to figure things out, and uh, they're both playing with great energy right now. They both showed tremendous fight. Um, their whole heart was in it in every possession, and that helps us a lot. Not that it'll be a blessing in disguise, but there are minutes available right now for guys to to use and 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 hopefully do good things with the Spence out. Yep, that's right. You know, everyone gets a chance to grow, and that's what this season is about. It's about how much we can grow and how much how much we how much better we can get. And um, these guys have made solid progress right now. We need to keep pushing ahead. Uh, the next two weeks are just as tough as the last two. So, um, which is which is the beauty of our non-conference schedule. It just is uh, challenging every turn, and and, um, and and so it gives us a lot of chance to measure ourselves against really quality teams and different styles of play, different personnel, and and uh, discover our holes and 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 uh, try and make them strengths. How happy are you with how Jackson's coming along? It was a good tournament for him. Yeah, you know, um, interestingly enough, for Jackson, me, it's all on the defensive end. Is um, is um, you know he he's got the ability to continue to grow into having a bigger and bigger impact. I think he's taking that on. I think he's um, feeling more and more passionate about um, how he can contribute on the defensive end. If he lives there, then he's going to turn into a really really terrific player. Okay, what do you expect out of uh, Westminster tonight, Coach Parrish's team? Um, they're always you know he's a great coach. I mean he's, he's in his own way he's probably the dean of of Utah coaching yeah. right now. Actually, twenty eight years. Yeah, and so he's. Um, you know, really well coached team. They're just coming off a trip, also. They're just getting back in town, and uh, they'll play really well. They'll play really hard. This is super a super f- fun opportunity for both of us to be in this arena, and and uh, so we expect to fight. It always is when we play Westminster. All right, coach. Thank you for the preview. We'll talk to you post game. Thanks, Greg. All right, that's Mark Pope. Time now for tonight's keys to the game, brought to you by your local Ford stores. BYU basketball is built Ford proud. Mark Durant gives us his his keys to tonight's contest. The most important key in this game was Wait, to don't go down twenty three. <laughs> well, that's always a, a good plan. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't go that way. But yeah, the the first key, the most important key, is don't get in a bus crash on the way to the arena. BYU is here. So that's that's the number one most important key. And otherwise, you know, really not a lot of keys other than keep getting better. Be consistent. Not go one game, a guy plays really good, next time he disappears. Consistency for individuals, consistency for the team, get better tonight. As we go to break, we remind you to go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show coming up next, live from Vivint Arena in downtown Salt Lake City on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Also brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Also by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Now, let's head live to the Built Bar courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again, Cougar Nation. We're coming your way live from Vivint Arena in Salt Lake City, home of the Utah Jazz, hosting BYU Hoops for two games this week, tonight versus Westminster, and then Saturday against South Dakota, non-Division One game tonight, Division One meeting on the weekend. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show. Brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant with you for play-by-play and commentary. Our studio host is Cleon Wall tonight. Mark, BYU 4-3 and three through seven games, but in two of BYU's three losses, the Cougs had second-half leads. In the loss to USC, BYU rallied from down 18 to lose by only five. Then, of course, there's a rally from down 23 to beat Dayton last Friday. This team has uh, been in every game it's played. There's a lot to like about this team. Well, it's competitive drive keeps them in games. They don't go away. Yeah, I like that about them, that even in, in tough circumstances, they don't give up. They keep coming at you. The, the key for this team, like I said before, is to get to some consistency so you don't have a, a stretch of a game. You go seven or eight minutes without scoring. You dig yourself a little hole, then you have to fight back. I like the fight, but I'd rather you know, not be in that situation in the first place. So you need consistency as a team. You know, keep the turnovers down. Shoot the ball from the three-point line at a consistent percentage. You get individual performances like Gideon George. You know, what what Gideon George are we going to see? Are we going to see the Dayton Gideon George? or another? You, you need consistency of effort and of, of play from individuals and from the team. And uh, when they can do that, you see some really neat things happen. Yeah, Kooks haven't had a blowout loss in those three Uh, They've lost by seven, and they've lost by six, and they've lost by five. And that's it so far as they go four and three, so they're right there. Coming up after the break, we'll hear from Westminster head coach Norm Parrish. Norm! Norm! As the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off show continues, live from Vivint Arena on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back courtside and rejoin Greg Rubel. This is indeed the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, getting you ready for BYU and Westminster. The Griffins, members of Division II's Rocky Mountain Athletic Conference, they're 0-5 right now in non-conference play. Their head coach is Norm Parrish, the former standout bench boss with Salt Lake Community College, now in his eighth season at Westminster. And we talked a short time ago outside the Westminster locker room about what he'd like to see in his team's clash with the Cougars. We've been the model of inconsistency so far this year. You know, we'll have good guard play one night, bad wing play or post play. Then the next night, it's flipped. So we're just trying to find a, kind of get some consistency and then get some identification. We don't really have a, like, I, I, don't, I couldn't tell you who we're really going to go to. I mean, Trey Farr's been our most consistent guy. Um, but other than that, it's been kind of a crapshoot. Uh, you know, obviously this is a huge test. It's an exhibition for us, which is good. Right. So 
hopefully just get some kinks out. We're, we're like BYU. They've been to the Bahamas. We've actually been up to Fairbanks. So we just got back. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, it seems like today. Mm. But it was Sunday. In putting my spotting boards together for this game, I looked at your last board from last year, and not a lot back. You're really kind of creating a new yeah. team right now. Yeah, and that's part of our problem is we don't really have an identity right now of the roles aren't defined by any means. Um, so that, that's been a it's been a struggle. You had been starting a former Cougar and Jeremy Dowdell, but he missed the last game due to injury, and he will not be available tonight. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Sprained ankle. Okay. Uh, for another former Cougar, Taylor Miller is playing for you. Yeah, Taylor, Taylor's been one that's had some good games and some rough games. So, And we need him to play good if we're going to succeed this year. At 0-5, do you make too much of that? And whether or not it comes tonight, how big is that a th- how big a deal is that I mean, right it's, now? It's hard mentally, um, just on their case, just to keep plugging. Um, it's it's new for me. I've never been a head coach 0-5. All your uh, years. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, when I was at Utah as an assistant, we were bad our first year, but I think we had a few bye games that we won. Um, so it's it's hard, but they've, they've actually, uh, we've been playing pretty hard. In fact, the last two games we've been playing hard, and, and not to rationalize or be happy, we're not happy by any means, but right. we've had a horribly hard schedule. Like if I don't know if the if Vegas does a line on D2s, but we would not have been favored in any of our five. What do you think you'll get out of BYU tonight? Well, you know what? They're obviously they're more they're they're bigger and faster and stronger than us. Uh, I don't think this is their normal team, so it's kind of different. I, I know they'll still run, but in years past, again when I was at Utah and and we've you know they've been kind enough to play us almost every year yeah. with with Dave Rose and and now Coach Pope. I, I just can't stress to our guys how fast they come. And you told me it's the first game in uh, this building for Westminster. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Westminster's. Uh, to, I'm sure they've never played here, you know. And that was the way this kind of fell in. It was crazy. I guess there's stuff going on at the Marriott Every Center. Year, yeah. And, and I think Coach Pope wanted to play kind of a tune-up game this day for what he has coming ahead and so this is where it fell and so we it's great for us it's it's easy driving our kids you know just today coming in and shooting around um it's a good experience for them awesome well it's great to see you again coach and uh, good luck to you tonight and the rest of the way appreciate well, it. I appreciate it thanks all right that's westminster head coach norm Parrish. the byu store cougar tip-off show continues after this on the new skin byu sports network Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Craig Rubel. Coming up just after the top of the hour, it's BYU and Westminster. Second straight game BYU play without uh, Spencer Johnson. He hurt his knee in the Bahamas. And while BYU won its uh, first game without him, they'll play a second now. It's going to be a tough road, minus one of BYU's best players. We heard in the pregame, Mark, uh, that it's going to be, in Coach Pope's words, a little while, but no surgery. That's a good thing. But uh, rehab for Spencer, and who knows long he will be out, but not having to be operated on is a positive. Uh, that's going to mean that more will be required. Uh, people like freshman guards Dallin Hall and Richie Saunders. And against Dayton, Mark, those two were just what Mark Pope needed on that day and moving forward. What they brought was a certain level of intensity and toughness and get-after-it ability. And, I mean, they just play super hard, and that's infectious. When a guy like that's on the floor, you see a guy, your teammate, really getting after it. That makes you want to play harder, and it really turned the game around for BYU. Those those guys in that effort, and they hit some big shots. Dallin finally got off the snide with the three-pointers, which is important for me. He needs to be a threat from the three-point line. 
because he does so many other things really well. He has a real sense of you know penetration into the key, finding other players. and So those two guys are just fantastic. I think they're going to get better and better and will be fantastic here at BYU. Final word before tip-off coming up next. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live courtside. here at Vivint Arena. Tip-off of BYU and Westminster. It's coming up next. This has been the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.